Freshers Handbook. Welcome along to episode one of the Freshers Handbook. Uh, my name is Harry Riggs. And my name is Robin Sarson. It's great to be getting this podcast underway, Harry. It's it been is, in the works. It has been in the works for too long, too long. Honestly. Incoming eight episodes about how to get the most out of your first year at uni, uh, how to live your uni life to the full, uh, and how to stay safe and uh, be accepting um, of all different factors of the university life. Are you ready to get this show on the road? I think it's about time. Coming up. I forgot coat hangers. I forgot all of my cutlery. We were debating whether to bring an ironing board. We were like, it's not going to go in the car. That's a terrible idea. Make your bed as soon as you get to university on day one of our one. It was was me and four other girls at that point. So I didn't know if it was just going to be me and and the rest were going to be girls. It was going to be me and eight girls. If you're in first year and someone goes, oh, do you mind if I use your butter? You you could be like, well, actually, hang on. I just bought this pack of Lurpak for £6.50. The Freshers Handbook Podcast with Harry Briggs and Robin Sargison. It is probably one of the biggest life changes you'll go through as as a person, but definitely by this time in your life, you're 18, you've been at school your entire life, you've been at home your entire life, and you, you sometimes you're moving hundreds of miles away to a new city, and it can be really, really daunting on those first few days. You're like the mother uh, duckling leaving... <laughs> The head, that doesn't make any sense, does no. it? Makes no sense at all. Um, Ron and I are from Nottingham Trent University. Mm-hmm. We've just completed third year. In fact, we're graduating this week. That's scary. Very scary. And we come from different parts of the UK. I'm Derby moving over to Nottingham for you, not as far. You're Watford. So, sort of North London, about an hour and a half, two hour, two hour drive up the M1. That's so, it's a considerable distance. It's a, it's a good distance where I felt like I was away from home. And I had my own independence, my own freedom. But getting home wasn't going to be a whole day of traveling, a whole hassle. Um, Were you nervous? Yeah, but it was nervous excitement. I was definitely ready for it. But for some people, it can be really, really hard and really nerving. Because it depends how social you are as a person. I'm sort of a guy that just chats to everyone and is keen to get to know people. But if you're not really like that, it can be a very very daunting thing so we just wanted to grab some tips on meeting new people packing as well and what what you do that first day when you move in because there's a lot of things to do first of all it's it's probably you get there and you've got to unpack the car with your parents or whatever mode of transport you've been using i had to go up six flights of stairs every time six flights of stairs every was your lift not in operation the lift, the lift was just full so oh. it was either wait like 15 minutes every time you wanted to use the lift or just go up the stairs <sighs> The thing is, it kind of starts before your first day there when Mm. you have to pack, say your goodbyes and be welcoming and accepting of what you've got incoming, which is three years of study, but it's also three years of making a lot of new friends, memories, life experiences. I think it's the time when you find yourself as a person and you find a lot of people find their purpose or what they want to do. It gives you a real idea of what job you want to go in what lifestyle you want to live that sort of thing and you you really get a chance at university to try everything and i think that's one of the main things i'd say uh throughout this podcast i'd I'd say if you can give things a try that you're interested in i'm not going to say do do literally everything on offer because you won't you won't enjoy it but anything you're slightly curious about like i was very curious about music and djing and dance music so i joined the dj society and i learned to dj and now 
that's what I like doing as like a sort of a hobby and stuff like that. So would have never have done that had it not been for university. Exactly. You can do a degree in, uh, I don't know, sports science and on the side be in the debating society. And we'll get on to societies and stuff you can do outside of university on an episode later down the line. So you're about to head to uni, cast your mind back, Robin, mm-hmm. three years ago now, Ooh. kind of crazy, and pre-COVID... Uh, that's also the good old days <laughs> and you're packing you're packing your lateral flight no <laughs> maybe in 2022 you are yeah you're packing uh, to go for the first time did you take a couple of big suitcases did you fill that car up was there no room in that yeah. boot yeah we, we, we struggled um, I actually I remember we were debating whether to bring an ironing board and, that, and we just didn't we were like it's not going to go in the car that's a terrible idea um, and my mum was adamant that I needed to iron all my clothes and I was like mum no one irons their clothes at university it's not it's not on the agenda irons are not a thing at uni or no. sometimes I think in my second year accommodation I got given an iron but no ironing board <laughs> Just put it on the table and just start. That is no use to me at all. (laughs) Um, Don't overpack. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. A lot of people just bring literally their whole bedroom. And you don't really need that because, especially if you're doing it term by term, all your summary stuff, you can just kind of leave and park for for, until the new year. You need, what would you say are necessities that people would often forget? An extension lead. Great one. That's a great one. You you think you're you're only going to have two or three plugs in your uni bedroom. And if you if you've got if you bring in like laptops, a computer or any literally all the things, speakers, uh hair dryers, anything like that, charging cables, just get an extension lead that has four extra outputs and boom, you've you've automatically added a load more plugs on. I wouldn't recommend putting extension leads onto extension leads. Health and no, safety no. nightmare, but definitely one of those big ones where you can get four or five different plugs in. That is very worthwhile. I had one where it had four plugs and then two USB ports as well. So I could plug like iPhone chargers good in one. and stuff like that. Very good idea. But uh, bring a towel. I know I know. Yeah, you've I ever... forgot my towel on day one. There was a lot of things I forgot. I can happily run you through them because some of them are quite embarrassing. Yeah, go for it. So my first day of uni, I just left. I just said goodbye to my parents. I just moved in. I think there was two others there as well at the time. And I say, right, bye. I love you lots. Ta-ra. And then literally, I then remembered that I'd forgot a towel. I forgot a coat, coat hangers. Mm, yeah. I forgot all of my cutlery. <laughs> I just forgot. Um, uh, I forgot my toothbrush. I think that was the main one I forgot. Ah, uh, toothbrush. That's good. I didn't bring anything at all to jazz up my room either. I think these days people, it's a lot more accessible to get they like the pictures. The LED lights from Amazon. And LED stuff like lights that. is a great buy. Uh, I went to the, the your SU or wherever you go. They normally do like sales and stuff throughout the year. I think in the first few weeks they did a poster sale. I got a great Gorillaz poster who are my favorite band. I got the, that for about five quid in the SU at a sale there. So if your student union does offer anything like that, always go and check it out. They did a plant sale here at Trent. They did a oh, they did. loads of garden plants and my flatmates came plants. back with... Real plants as well, not yeah, those IKEA not, fake ones. Not, not plastic, it was a real plant. And I was like... So where are you putting it? And she's like, I'm going to put it all on the windowsill in my room. I'm going to have plants now. <laughs> to be fair, one of my mates in first year, uh, a lad called Rich, really nice guy, he turned his uni flat into a jungle. There was that many different plants. Uh, you walked in there, it looked like the Amazon. It was a botanist's paradise. It, literally. <laughs> I think he was a member of the gardening society. Oh, if not, he should have been. Great. I've got a great item for you. 
to bring and to use straight away. A doorstop. Great one. Don't rely on a, there being a doorstop there. If you have a doorstop. There stop, won't be one. If you leave, it, it means if you're in uni halls or whatever, you can just leave the door to your room open. So if you're like sat at your desk working or whatever like that, it means that there's more social, you feel more social because people can walk past and say hi. I think some people, when you're doing your work or whatever, times when you feel a bit more alone is when you've got that door closed and maybe your flatmates are like, oh, he's got his door closed, therefore I shouldn't come in and talk to him or whatever. Absolutely. And Leave you, your door open. And if you're an introverted person, it's absolutely fine to close that door and people will respect your desire to just have a bit of alone time. Yeah, I think that's, that's the good thing about if you start off that first week, I was sort of right I'm up and I'm ready I'll leave my door open or I want time to myself I'll keep it shut now or I've had a bit of a, a heavy night the previous night I'm <laughs> staying in bed till 2pm do not disturb me in freshers week at 10 in the morning <laughs> <laughs> so these are some of the things you should remember I asked around my uni mates and said what did you forget to bring which perhaps you should have a uh, coaster is a good one which stops your tea water beer from uh, leaving marks on your tabletops uh, and desk maybe bring some basic food for your first few days yeah just like a loaf of bread some pasta something like that that's easy although we'll be getting onto this a little bit later on a very good icebreaker is going to the supermarket yeah with with your flatmates i'd also say bring one or two individual toilet rolls Because you don't want to get there and need the toilet. You got nothing. You got nothing there. I can't stress enough. You can have an emergency situation. (laughs) I can't stress enough how you literally have nothing when you get there. It's not like one of those hotel rooms where you go on holiday. Nothing. Nada. I don't want to say it's like a prison room. (laughs) It's better furnished, but it's similar in that you just make it your own. I think that is the joy of a uni room. It truly is a reflection of you as a person. You can do whatever you want with it. A lot of people will stay in halls for their Mm. first year, which is university type accommodation. a lot of people go for sort of private um, variations of halls, which literally no no difference. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be stressed out at all about not being in the official university accommodation. A lot of people go for like a studio-based setup where they live on their own if they like that independence. Yeah. The thing is with university is they do have different accommodations to suit all. I and mean, a lot of people commute. Yeah, yeah there's... there's- all types of flats, rooms, range of different price points as well. So it doesn't matter if you're on a, a bigger student loan or if you don't have a student loan at all. It, it's really up to you where you want to choose, what price point you want to go for. Especially in first year, there's so much choice with halls and accommodation and flats and stuff like that before you then in second and third year which we'll touch on in a later episode where you sort of go house hunting you have to sort of move into a student house afterwards and i have no idea when you're listening to this maybe you're listening to this and you've just got into your uni accommodation and you're settling down maybe you're apprehensive about going so you're listening to this to kind of calm the nerves or maybe you're listening to this and you still don't know what university you're going to go to Mm. that is also not a problem they uh, different universities or all universities have accommodation lined up for people who have got to go through clearing or who are making a last minute decision there won't be a situation where you're too late for accommodation you're just out on the street for the year you're not going to be homeless (laughs) there is definitely um, a place for you at your price point and we do have a whole dedicated episode to finances and budgeting coming up later in the series the freshers handbook it's uh it's tricky traveling to a new place Mm. with a whole 
life sort of packed up in a few suit bags. Suit bags? That's not a word. Mm. Suitcases. In my accommodation this year, it is um, at, next to the market square in the middle of the city. So that is sort of impassable for roads. You can't pull up outside. You can't pull up start, outside. Yeah. You have to go sort of at a car park and then you will have to sort of haul your stuff from walk this car park and, and forth, walk it yeah. back and forth. So it, it, it's tricky. Don't carry stuff that's too heavy would be my um, advice. And um, try and get get to your uh, desired accommodation via a car ride if possible because sometimes training that can be a bit faffy. Yeah, I saw I saw people like coming off at the train station with like suitcases on both hands, giant rucksack on, like a bag over their shoulders. They look like, um, they just look like they're carrying everyone else's bags. Like it's not even their own bags. They carry like four different bags themselves and you don't want to put yourself in that situation. So. You don't want to be like those people when they walk into festivals yeah. um, through the mud. <laughs> with your tent. <laughs> with your tent and your life and uh, to be honest, you're wishing you're not there. <laughs> when you're moving in for the first time, it's a bit daunting because you're seeing people who you will hope to become friends with and and, share no, your and no matter what you've got to spend a year with them as well yeah so you're worried about that first impression exactly i was a bit worried that i uh, didn't speak to them in advance on sort of whatsapp or facebook messenger because you get these sort of group chats which you can find yourselves mm. in and you can have a bit of a chat before it's, it's not the be all and end all if you don't get yourselves into those group chats yeah um it's a good nice a nice starting point yeah facebook groups like that it's it's very easy to do as well it's not it's not a high effort thing just to go on facebook and type in insert uni freshers 2022-23 or whatever and that's what I did and then I just went anyone living in this block in this flat and I found four other people and, how and then many we were have, you all together there was nine of us so there you go flat. so only half of the people yeah, did yeah, that. yeah and even then it wasn't like the people arrived and we were all friends and they weren't and <laughs> then we were like a little clique of the people who were in the chat literally it was just um it was just nice to know a few people going into it because then at least you you had an idea of like it was it was me and four other girls at that point wow. so I didn't know if it was just gonna be me and, and the rest were gonna be girls mm. and it was gonna be me and eight girls which was like you might think that's good it's not it would have been hell I can imagine the thing is though it, this is one of the other things at university is you gravitate yourself towards people that you find yourself having real connections with mm. and we've got another episode of this later on in the series about loneliness and your mental health at university because sometimes it can be quite daunting and lonely and I do think at university when you move in and you speak into those flatmates you're thinking oh some of them you're thinking oh I could be friends with you mm. it's just natural to think this and some of them you're thinking oh I don't really think you're my kind and of person but that's okay yeah some of them you might be just desperate to find things in common with people as well because I think once you find something in common like uh, you, you're both into football so you then talk about football oh you're both you both like this certain music artist so you can talk about that but um, people people come into the uni you go to will literally be coming from all over the country if not even different countries as well like you think about Nottingham Trent there's a lot of um, Chinese students there's students from Sweden we've had students from France as well so it, they could come from anywhere and everywhere. And I think that is the beauty of it. You can literally say, so what what are you like? What's what are mm. you into? Mm. What what's the differences between us that actually is quite cool to find out about? And a lot of people I think have this sort of vision where the people they live with in first year they're gonna end up being long last friends for 50, 60 years. <laughs> Not the case. I didn't live with any of my 
first year flatmates in second year. I didn't live with any of my second year flatmates in third year. That's not because I don't like them. I've, I like all of them. Um, it's just because situations develop and you find yourself um, thinking, well, actually, I think I want to live with some other people or some other friends. And I still have these, these friendship groups, mm. but now I've got different friendship groups, which is kind of good because you can go to different people when you need different things. I think the, the thing that is really important to realise at uni is that the people you live with can always be your friends, but no one's going to be a perfect flatmate. We're all young adults. We're all 18 to sort of 21, 25. And there's always going to be washing up that needs to be done, bins that need to be taken out, stuff like that. So people are always going to struggle and not everyone's going to be on the same page. But I think if you just understand that hey, that's going to happen and it's not. you're not going to live in a perfect spotless flat that's always kept clean and everyone does everything perfectly. But as long as they're all sound people and you get on with them, I think... And you give it a go. Yeah, I wouldn't let little issues like washing up and stuff like that get the best of actual friendships and connections. I think that's what I've started to learn now over the, over the years where I'm such good mates with the people I live with. I'm, I'm not going to be bothered if like one of them's annoyed me by not doing washing up or whatever or if I've not washed up or yeah that's not to say don't wash up (laughs) please wash up (laughs) the freshers handbook we want to give you some tips throughout this podcast series you can choose whether to take them or not take them at your own peril one of them make your beds as soon as you get to university on day one of hour one First thing you do, get your bed sheets out, make your bed. Because you don't want to... Imagine you're halfway done unpacking and everyone's in now and everyone's like, let's go to the pub then, let's all socialise, we'll unpack tomorrow. And you're like, cool, I've unpacked some stuff, that's cool. You come back from the pub, you've had a few drinks or whatever, or you're tired, and you go, oh, it's time for bed. My bed's not made, I've got to make it at one in the morning. (laughs) Just make it, it'll be easy to do. And if you need a little power nap or whatever when you're unpacking, just flop down on the bed, it's perfect. Yeah, also try and create as much space in your room as you can. Try and clear some of those unnecessary boxes that you might have taken. Mm. Get your parents to take them back with you. Maybe... Collapsible stuff is always helpful. Indeed, collapsible stuff is good. Remember that in nearly all university accommodation, you'll get a desk, you'll get a chair. There's no need to stress about um, furniture. You get lamps as well and stuff like that. I wouldn't worry about bringing any other light sources with you uh with with your window as well try and try and get that natural light in the room you don't want to put anything there blocking the window like i wouldn't put your computer or your laptop straight in front of there and that's a good idea actually and also for security purposes that's also another good idea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we we had these windows where they only opened a crack obviously because we're high up so there's certain times where when it's really really hot like now in summer when we're recording this, it might be worth just getting a, a little cheap fan later on in the year and Absolutely. using that, getting air flow. I'm always room. one of those people who go, oh, I'm going to buy um, my fan when it's really cold so they're on offer and they're cheap. <laughs> I'm going to buy my winter coat in the middle of summer because cheap. Never do. No. And when it gets round to actually being that time uh, where I'm in need of it, I then don't have it. The Freshers Handbook. We're going to focus the next bit of this episode on learning to look after yourself at university. Mm. Um, And that is in a physical uh, way and also in a mental way. Um, If we touch on sort of the the physical things first, I'm talking about stay on top of your washing, stay on top of your cleaning, stay on top of your cooking. And let me just dive in a minute, in just a second. 
if you are a commuter to university, yeah. go out there and and spend some social hours with some of your course mates. That is a physical thing that can really affect your mental well-being. Yeah, like once once your seminars or your lectures in the afternoon or morning are finished and people are going off somewhere or we did it a lot in first year where our groups would have a break for lunch but we'd all go to lunch together we wouldn't split off and just go do individual things we go right there's 10 15 of us where should we all go and have lunch whether that's all go to greg's or go to spoons or whatever's cheapest or all get a meal deal and sit somewhere it does give you once you start spending time outside of learning hours with people on your course, they that's when the friendships start to form. Agreed. Absolutely agree. Going back to people who are living at uni, if you cook, um, why don't you try cooking with a flatmate? That's a great way of um, getting to know them and um, splitting the food shop cost-wise yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, you can portion your meals. Um, a lot of people like doing meal prep now. So if Yeah, loads Sundays, of people do that. It's so 2022, isn't Sunday it? Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening meal prep. I see people do it. They box it up for the week and they've got all their lunches that's sorted. another good thing to take maybe when you're moving into uni like the plastic containers because you could get more of out of your out of your food exactly perfect um some of the stuff that it will affect your physical well-being for, for the good is um don't feel like you have to do washing up cleaning up hoovering up every day just maybe do it as and when stay on top of it would be my recommendation but maybe do a bi-weekly wash yeah or organize some sort of schedule or rotor so like one like you rotate and then one weekend someone like just cleans the kitchen gives the oven a wipe down or the hob or whatever and then it's your turn the week after and it just keeps everyone involved everyone staying on top of it but it doesn't feel like too much work constantly if you're only doing it once a month i'd also say with with your food you you've got to try and get that nutrition and a lot of temptation at uni is just to eat whatever's cheapest eat whatever you want like have mcdonald's all the time and not stay on top of that but i think getting balanced diet is so important at university because you've got to learn to look after yourself instead of just having your meals cooked for you at home and we have got an episode later on in the series about some great student meals mm. which you can make which are cost effective and yummy scrummy uh, one other thing is if you need to borrow other people's stuff that is completely fine I had a situation the other day where I needed some more coat hangers and I didn't want to track to the shops to get to buy some more mm. when potentially just next door you knock on the door ask for some nine times out of ten they'll just say yes if yeah got I was going to say just ask like if you need to use someone's pan or someone like um, it's fine but I had it once where someone like I had a wok that was my thing I brought a wok to uni I was like guys I've brought this wok okay if you want to use it just ask me <laughs> don't you touch my wok yeah but, but no I got back and it was just I went home for the weekend I got back on the Monday and it was like in the sink with like obviously loads of food in it and it just hadn't been washed up or whatever and I was like guys could you just ask and yeah like i don't mind you using my stuff just like clean it and put it back you know what i mean yeah i completely agree with that it's always good to ask in in our final year accommodation and this is sort of also how you can progress from when you do your first year at university living away from home and doing your final year is you sort of come to terms with the sharing element yeah you get more used to it you get definitely. more used because at first it's strange if you're in first year you won't immediately grasp it 100%. no if you're in first year and someone goes oh do you mind if I use your butter you, you could be like well actually hang on I just bought this pack of Le Pack for £6.50 <laughs> I actually saw Le Pack in the fridge when I got back here and I was like oh we have Lurpak in the house. Somebody's <laughs> doing well for themselves. Yeah, exactly. Um, they might be a That's, bit like... Can I just say, that is such a like on-time on joke. People will know exactly when we recorded this podcast because <laughs> we made a Lurpak joke. They'll be like, all right, it was July 2022. <laughs> the great Lurpak cost of living crisis. 
But what I'm saying is, if people want to borrow your lure pack in first year, you <laughs> might be like, no, I don't actually want to. I don't, because yeah, any spread is like a pound's worth. They would have, yeah, if someone's like, oh, can I borrow that piece of steak in your fridge? <laughs> You'd be like, if you've paid a lot for it, it's fine. But then if someone goes, oh, Robin, can I use your pasta? I'm like, I paid 50p for this kilogram of pasta from my Aldi. Of course you can have some. Bulk buying is a great one as well. Definitely. Pasta, rice, all that sort of stuff, very cheap. But what I'm saying is now in my final year... We've sort of given up on the pots and pans cutlery element. It's all in sort of a miscellaneous cupboard where it's to help yourself um, but wash up. At the end of the year, we can divvy it back up to whoever they belong. Yeah, that's what we did with cutlery and plates this year. I was like, right, I've bought eight plates of varying sizes. There is no need for six people in this house to bring a set of plates each. Because in first year, that's what everyone did. Yeah, it is quite funny. And I was like, we have way too much stuff in this kitchen. Like, it's not necessary. So that's the good thing. If you're in touch with your flatmates beforehand, if there's a few of you in a group, how how about say, look, out of us two, I'll bring the cutlery, you bring some plates. There's going to be four plates between two of us. Like, we, we don't need that many. But um, don't be, don't feel like you have to do that, and don't feel like at the start of your university experience you have to agree to that. Nah, it's all up to you. It's that's the great thing about university. It's personal choice. It's finding yourself. It's independence. And I think that's the learning curve of university is discovering your independence and your own self responsibility. Completely, one hundred percent agree. This is an important one, which sort of will draw episode one to a close, and that is learning to look after yourself on a mental well being mm. element, and that is perhaps the most important thing about moving to university it is daunting Mm. it's scary it's nerve-wracking and you could say all of those three things just for meeting your flatmates that's not even the course itself that's not even the work that's not even the new city not knowing where you are there's it is it is a big thing is you're totally thrown in the deep end you are it is a very much a sink or swim thing and I know people that have dropped out after first year because university just wasn't for them the, the 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 people they met the course they were on it just didn't fit them some people move courses and it's very very normal for people to move around especially in the first month or two uh, you can swap courses so don't feel like first week you really don't like your course second week you're like I can't do this for three years don't think that's it I'm stuck now for the next three years Go and talk to someone. There's always a representative within your student cohort, within your department of your course, where you can say, look, I'm really not enjoying this. Let's try work out some better options. And they can switch you onto a course that fits you a lot better. Exactly, 100%. I would recommend, wherever you're listening to this right now, just... It will take you 30 seconds. Just research what support is available to to you at your university. It's always on the website. It's always on the website. Robin and I are, are at Nottingham Trent. You can just Google Nottingham Trent University uh, first year support. There'll be so much stuff on there. And that is um, official support. If you like just calling your mum and dad at night mm. and going, oh, I'm lonely. Can I have a chat with you? That's fine. That's also completely fine. It's also fine to take yourself out of a situation just to have a bit more time on your own in your room. Also completely fine. Yeah, I was um, actually reading the BBC came out with a story in June 2022 and it said one out of four people say they're lonely when they're at university. And that's compared to one in 20 just across the country in adults. So university, it can hit you in terms of you're on your own. And you have to make, you feel like you have to make friends. And if you mm. if you don't do that straight away, there's then this internal pressure you put on yourself. And then you think, maybe I'll just shut myself away in my room and just me be myself. But sometimes that's not the best place to be. And so the support services, 
calling people, even talking to your flatmates, like they don't have to be your best mates. If you say to someone, they will empathize with you, they will help you get through it. There's there's no one that would turn their back on you in that situation. 100% agree. We've got another episode later on in the series, which is primarily focused on your mental health and well-being. As when it comes to moving into university and looking after your mental well-being then, I would recommend making a budget, which we're going to talk about in our finance episode. I would also recommend having all of your medication with you, if that is something that you, you need to bring. Mm-hmm. I'd remember that you're not alone. And everybody else is experiencing um, a degree of how you're feeling. And also that when you come to university, everybody's in the same boat. And everybody's in the same boat when it comes to making friends and making um, uh, friendships that will last. Mm. Because it's all well and good um, being on a night out and having a chat with somebody um, and going, oh, yeah, we'll be friends. And then the next morning, they don't message you. Friendship, yeah. I think, works two ways. And you have to look for friends. You can't just expect on on, on minute one or day one that you'll instantly be given 15 friends that you'll have three years with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like your assigned group. And I think also it's important that the friends you make, it's not just friends for when you feel like being friends it's friends for no no matter what the situation you can't just be like right we're friends let's go out for a drink in the evening did I have fun time but then not be there then to chat in the day or in the morning or when you're not going out and that sort of thing mm, 100% agree what I really want wanted to do when I started university was do a lot try a lot of new stuff out mm. try not to say no and try and say yes when it comes to uh, going to the shops with your flatmates going on a night out with your new society that you you may or may not be interested in saying yes to um, going for a drink with your course mates in between sessions um, it's that not kind of stuff not too many drinks in between <laughs> sessions <laughs> maybe a soft drink uh, cost study that's, that's the thing as well um, you don't have to be an alcoholic drinker to go out and socialise at university People are, people are so accepting if if you turn up and everyone's having pints and you go I'll have a coke or a lemonade or whatever no one's going to be like giving you stick for it no one's going to be like oh why are you not drinking people might just be like oh why are you not having a pint and you say oh I don't drink or oh I'm not fancying it today and people go okay fine it's really not a big stigma anymore I think as well I think people worry that uni has a big drinking culture around it and while people may drink at uni and stuff like that people will never harass you for not drinking and if you're not a drinker then I presume when that's because I am a drinker um, <laughs> if you're not a drinker at university you can gravitate towards other people in your similar situation and you can experience nights out sober together yeah definitely I mean my girlfriend doesn't drink and we know from the last three years love going out to clubs and stuff like that and enjoying ourselves and it's never really been a problem at all she's never gone oh I hated that everyone was drinking and I wasn't and I fell out of place I think um, especially with nightclubs as well just throw yourself into the music and sing along have a good time I think it's it's very very much infectious and these days societies which are literally just groups of like minded people when it comes to different activities or, or events or ideologies societies always run sober nights mm. um, these days they'll have a sober karaoke or which is never me by the way uh, <laughs> or you could have like a, a, a sober uh, reading 
Uh, Sasha, you're a sober they, 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 There's a mini golf place that a lot of societies like to use within Nottingham. Uh, there's one in the city centre. So, like, just different activities like that. I know there's a motorsports society here and they go go karting and stuff yeah. like that. Exactly. It's, it's really cool. It's well cool. Um, all right. We're nearly at the end of episode one of this uh, new podcast series called The Freshers Handbook with uh, myself, Harry Briggs, uh, and my very good friend, uh, Robin Sargeson, who is sat about two metres to my right, social distancing. <laughs> Throughout the whole of the series of episodes we're gonna sort of give you a, a handbook in podcast form to university um we're gonna get a few guests on who will tell us about their experiences um and we'll go through sort of different types of a student um different situations different situations different kinds of students yeah just so we can't we come across everything because at the end of the day we're just two guys who we're are just two having... people that have done you we've only been to one university exactly. <laughs> we can't we can't go to them all so don't feel like when, whenever we mention the university we're at just imagine either the one you want to go to the one you're at now or the one you're heading to whether it be in a week or a month's time all universities will have they'll have a student union there'll be somewhere to go out there'll be somewhere to have a drink and socialize there's it's it's a very universal concept Absolutely. There's a different kind of student for everyone, mm. um, which I completely agree with. Um, all right. Thank you for listening to episode one of the Freshers Handbook. My recommendation is to just continue a listening experience uh, and enjoy episode two, which will be incoming. Take care. The Freshers Handbook podcast with Harry Briggs and Robin Sargison.